If you have your Bible, you can turn to Exodus 40th chapter. Exodus 40th chapter. It's towards the beginning of your, your Bible in the Old Testament. We have Genesis, then we have Exodus. 40th chapter of Exodus, the last chapter of Exodus. So you can uh, go towards the end. And we'll be starting at verse uh, 36. You have it, say amen. You don't have it, say hold on. Somebody didn't want to say hold on, but I'll wait. Exodus 40th chapter, verses 36 to 38. I'm reading from the New International Version. And God's word reads, In all the travels of the Israelites, whenever the cloud lifted from above the tabernacle, they would set out. But if the cloud did not lift, they did not set out until the day it lifted. So the cloud of the Lord was over the tabernacle by day, and the fire was in the cloud by night, in the sight of all the house of Israel during their travelers. Praise God for his word. I'm going to label this morning's message, follow the leader. In dealing with God is speaking, are you listening? Uh, and you playing the game, follow the leader, or any job that you have or places that you go, there usually is someone who's in charge, some instructions you need to follow. And God is the leader, but oftentimes we try to lead ourselves. And when you are following a leader, there's some credentials you want of that leader. You want that leader to be trustworthy. You would like your leader to know what they are doing and guess what? Know where they are going. Have you ever been on a trip with somebody they had no clue where they were going? Was that an enjoyable trip? Did you have fun on that trip? Did you let them drive you the next day? You're like, no, you're going to go my way next time. But yet oftentimes we try to lead ourselves or other people trying to lead themselves, but they don't know where they are going. In here, God is leading the Israelites to the promised land. And so they can't lead themselves for they know not where they are going. Oftentimes in our lives, we have ideas of where we want to go, but God has a perfect plan where we should go. But yet are we following him? The reason to follow the leader is the leader knows where he is going. And, and by he knows where he's going, check this out. God led them by cloud by day and by fire by night. See, God was looking out for their best interests. God was concerned about their safety. When he took them out of captivity, he took them out that Pharaoh followed them. See, Pharaoh was fickle. He, he let them go. Then Pharaoh got mad. And then he chased them out into the wilderness. And when he did that, God said that I'm not going to let you guys perish out here. They, the children got excited and said, why are you bring us out? We were better off in Egypt. Now we're going to die out here in the wilderness. See, there's problems when we allow God to be our leader. When you allow God to be our leader, that means you don't have a choice. Tell somebody, you don't have a choice. 
You see, when you allow God to lead, guess what? Stop thinking on your own. Just let God do the thinking for you. You see, they were so accustomed to being in bondage that it became comfortable to them. Uh, they got so used to chains on them that, that the chains became bracelets to them. They just said, this is, this is natural to us. They, 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 they were carrying burdens so much that it didn't matter how much their back hurt because they got used to it. And even this, catch this, that when Moses went there and Pharaoh got mad at Moses, they told him to, he told the Israelites to go and make brick without straw and do double the work he did before. And what did they do? They complained to Moses. Now, these same people that, that were lit, or under slavery, under bondage, had a master that did not care whether they lived or died, but they were willing to serve him. Oftentimes, we allow sin to lead our lives. We have a burden that's on us so long that it becomes comfortable to us. We don't care how much it hurts us, how much pain it causes us, but we're so comfortable with it that we do it no matter what. But yet God is saying, I have something better for you. But are you willing to leave what you know and go to a land that you do not know? Are you willing to live, willing to leave uh, the neighborhood that you're living in now and willing to go into the land of milk and honey as I promised you? See, we can't allow fear stopping us from following God. Fear of the unknown. We do not know the future. We don't know what's going to happen. But if I have a leader and I trust this leader, this leader has integrity. This leader has credentials. This leader knows where they are going. Guess what? I am willing to trust this leader. God wants to lead our lives. But are we allowing him to lead our lives? I was saying, Father, only in this area of my life, but this area is mine. I'm going to do what I want to do over here. I know, God, you tell me to go to the church and go to Sunday school and worship service. And I might even show up on Wednesday night Bible study. But come Monday, Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday, I'm doing what I want to do. But yet God is saying, I want you, all of you. I want to be all of you. Of, I want to be a part of all of your life. Look here. It says here that in all the travels, verse 436, in all the travels of the Israelites, whenever the cloud lifted from above the tabernacle, they would set out. Did it say part of the travels? Did it say just on certain days? But no, in all of the travels. What is that saying? God was always present. God is always present present. God always wants to be around and involved in his children's life. He wants to see you from the beginning. He wants to see you from the end. But yet confusion can come in our lives that we don't know who to follow. Moses, we, we, we at the end of the chapter in the exit, but Moses around the 20th chapter, you see when God gave him the Ten Commandments, but when Moses was gone, God chose Moses to be the leader for the people. And when Moses went to the mountain Sinai and he was up there for 40 days and 40 nights, the people got scared. And, and now before the people got scared, he was up there for so long. Guess what? God was talking and everybody heard him talk. And when God was talking, the earth was shaking and lightning was coming out of the clouds. And, and the people cried out, God, don't talk to us. Let's talk to Moses. We're scared. Oftentimes in our life, we're scared of what God's about to bring to us in our lives that we don't want to hear the truth. 
We don't want to hear it. We, we, we are fear of what all God represents. But even up to that point, they had to prepare themselves for the meeting of God. Uh, do those to, who know Christ as a Lord and Savior, this applies to you. Do you prepare yourself before you meet God or do you just show up? It says that they sanctified themselves. And, and here, that before we get to the 36th verse in Exodus, that they completed making the tabernacle. What is the tabernacle? The tabernacle is the place where God will come to dwell. God came to dwell and made pre- his presence known to them in the tabernacle. And, and then now the tabernacle was received the glory of God. And he came down, it says, as a cloud. And, and that when the cloud set on the tabernacle, guess what? They set. When the cloud moved, guess what? They moved. See, see, God was like, when I move, you move just like that. And he said, freeze, you know, just as y'all followed, you know, the, the hip hop kids, y'all, y'all, they got all these dance moves, right? They tell you, st- st- throw it up, freeze and stop. And everybody listen to the song and dance and move to the music. But yet we don't want to listen to God. When God is telling us how to stop, how to freeze, how to move. And then catch this, the glory of God came and dwelled. Do you imagine what it was to see the glory of God? And only the Levites were able to go into the temple that they had a, they had a basin in front to wash themselves, to bathe themselves, to clean themselves, to prepare themselves for God. I want you to understand this, that God is waiting on us. He is waiting on us. He's waiting on us so much. Guess what? He sent Jesus to die on the cross for our sins that we can freely come to him. Because on our own, we can't make it. On our own, we can't come and see him, but through God. You see here that the fear of us trusting God, the fear of us saying, God, you know more than what I know. Science to this day is still trying to prove how we came from monkeys. How we are descendants of apes and how the world was made by a Big Bang Theory. But yet science also says something has to come from something. So how does that make any sense? Well, there is no God, but the world came from somewhere. To this day, the world is still curious about how God moved. That's why they have that new movie out about, about Noah's and the ark, right? You know, it catches their imagination. How could the whole world be flooded? And just as this man, they look at him being crazy, they probably looked at Noah like he was crazy. How can you be foolish enough to trust God when, no, we haven't seen any rain? There hasn't been any rain. How are you going to tell us it's going to rain for 40 days the world going to be flooded? We have not seen one drop. But yet when you know that God is the leader of your life, it doesn't matter about the naysayers. It doesn't matter about those that are around you telling you where you should go and where you cannot go. You're saying God is taking me somewhere. You don't have to come with me, but yet I am going to go where the Lord is leading me. So when the cloud moves, they move. Are you moving with God? Because he was a cloud by day and he was a fire by night. Why was he a fire by night? Because God is a light at all times. He is clearly seen in darkness. You, we, we may be in darkness in our lives when we're looking for a way out. Just the same thing. When you get in your car, you go through a tunnel, you drive straight, don't you? Where you see the light. You don't make a left. You don't make a right. You're driving towards the light. God has a plan for you in your life. And he's the only one that can get you there. But are you going to let your friends tell you how to make it? 
You can tell a, 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 a book that has a good feeling, stories in it telling you how to make it. Are you willing to trust God? Following the leader. Following the leader takes faith. Meaning this, check this, the Israelites left to go to the wilderness, not knowing how long they're going to travel, not knowing where they're going to stay. They got up and left that night. They told him, go to the neighbors, get all this stuff. They went out. See, God is like this, that he will tell you, just get up and go and don't worry about it. I'll take care of you. It says that their clothes never wore out. The sandals never wore out. Can you understand that? How God already knows where he wants to get you. And he guess what? He'll give you everything that you need on the way there, on the journey. But sometimes you just got to go out to the wilderness. Are you willing to follow him? He's speaking to you. He wants you to listen to him. But sometimes you got to go out to the wilderness. Yeah, you're going to leave your home. You're going to leave some comfort. But guess what? I will be your comfort in the wilderness. They were without want in the world. They, they had food being delivered to them in the wilderness. God was protecting them from all coming enemies in the wilderness. These went from being slaves, from being a mighty army, that people were scared of them. They went from being humble servants to Pharaoh, fearing Pharaoh, to being mighty because of the power of God was in their lives. See, the benefit of following the leaders is that you have power in your life because you know that God is leading you somewhere. That's why we can say, it's greater as he that's in me than he that is in the world. Or I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That I press on towards the mark of the higher calling in Christ Jesus. That realizing that, Father, I can't make it on my own, but I can make it with you. See, God is leading us. But now just think. How did you make it here so far? Was it off your own might? Was it off of your own strength? Or was it by the grace of God? We are all in different stages in our lives. And we can look at to where we are now compared to where we have been before. And we can see that, am I willing to trust God now? Or am I still going to trust me? Am I willing to follow God and move when he wants me to move? Or will I do what I want to do? Now, watch this. If the cloud was guiding them by day and the fire by night, if they left that covering, they're not being protected. We can sometimes forget that God is for our benefit. He's looking out for our safety. He's telling us in our relationships how to love one another and forgive one another. Not just so you can make somebody else feel better, but just that you will be covered. Just for you be protected. It's good for you to forgive your brother. It is good for you to give up yourself. Why, why is it good to give up yourself? Well, Jesus said that's better to give than to receive. If Jesus was willing to give of himself for us, how is it that I'm going to say I am better than Jesus? That I can't give myself to my neighbor. But look, look at here, verse 37. But if the cloud did not lift, they did not set out until the day it lifted. If the cloud did not lift, they did not Set out until the day it lifted. What does that mean? That means there's going to be some days that you're just going to have to stand still longer than you want to. 
Longer than it makes maybe even feel comfortable to you. But guess what? If God is telling you to wait, then just wait. It says that they stay still until God moves. You understand? When God moves, guess what? There's power in that movement. But if God's standing still, guess what? There's power in him standing still. We get so caught up that we want things when we want things and how quickly we want it. But we're not ready for what God's about to give us. The infinite wisdom of God, he said this, that to, the, to Moses, says, I am not going to drive them all out after the promised land because the land will go rotten. He said it will, it will become desecrated. So I will allow them to stay there to till the land for you and you will drive them out. Where you, you see, God already knows how to prepare a perfect place for you. But yet we are trying to jump ahead of God thinking, I know how to live my life because we're scared to trust God. We're scared to allow God to lead us and for us to walk by faith and not by sight. We have this whole situation by Abraham. Abraham, and you read in the Hebrews 11th chapter, said that Abraham went out not knowing where he was going. But he went by faith and it was counted upon him as righteousness. The children of Israel are leaving a strange land of Egypt and going towards the promised land. They have no idea where they are going, but yet they are trusting God will take them there. Are you understanding this? There's, there's some dreams and some visions in your life that you want to go. But guess what? You can't make it on your own. You need God to guide you to get you there. It's only God that can open up doors that nobody else can open. It's only God that can close doors that nobody else can open. God will put you in a place that other people try to snatch you out, will try to take you out. But guess what? God will say, just for us, all right. I will protect you. I will hide you. I will cover you. I will take care of you. You see here that the children of Israel were out in the wilderness, but yet they were covered by God. In our lives, we sometimes go from having good experiences, mountaintop experiences, to valley experiences. But the one thing that stays the same, that God is still God. Even when you're up on the mountaintop and we give God glory, hallelujah, oh God, you're such a good God. What about when you go down to the valley? Hallelujah, God, you're still a good God. You see, we, we, we cannot base our happiness based on the situations that are happening in our lives, but our happiness and our joy should be based on that Jesus died on the cross for our sins, that we will no longer have eternal suffering, but have eternal life. And, and now, since Christ died for us, now we should now live for him. You see, God knows how to get a good job. God knows how to find a good wife, find a good husband. God knows how to raise your children. God knows how to take care of your money. God knows how to do these things. But are we willing to follow him and not the world? Because when we follow the world, that's when we get confused. We get messed up. We get concerned of what society wants us to do. Even sometimes you might be around friends who, who might be your friends but maybe not have your best interests in mind because they don't know what God's plans are for you. So therefore they tell you what they think you should do. But God has already told you what you should do. God's already made it clear what you should do. But are you willing to step out and trust God? Or are you going to allow your fear to keep you dormant? 
your fear to keep you in your burdens, in your shackles, in your, in your sin state, saying that I'm comfortable where I am. Be careful of being comfortable where you are because you'll settle for anything. Problems will come your way and they will stay in your way because why? You just say, well, nothing's going to get any better. I'm happy with how things are. I can't change them. They can't get any better. But yet when you give them to God, when you take them to the Lord, Jesus says, come, all you who are heavy laden and heavy burdened, sit under my teaching for my yoke is easy. And my burdens are like, come, and you'll find rest for your soul. I'm going to share this, this story with you. I, 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 I learned this story with my father. Now, we went to the minister's conference, and I looked it up, and it's about a story about the uh, scarecrow in a strawberry field. And there's a scarecrow in a strawberry field to scare off the birds from coming into the strawberry field. And there's some birds sitting on the fence. But they say, and they, and they are looking to have a, some strawberries, and they're hungry, but they're scared to go in because of the scarecrow. But yet in the distance, they see two birds already sitting on this scarecrow that looks like a man to them. And, and, scare, and those scarecrows are on top of the arms of the scarecrow, had their fill of the strawberries. And it is waiting till when they are hungry again to have as much as they want to eat. And, and, and you can see the other birds on the, on the fence. Now, the birds are talking to them. This is a story, y'all. The birds are talking to them, saying, uh, don't you see that man in the field? How come you guys are out on the field? And the birds are saying, this is a scarecrow here to scare you. But if you're not as scared as you are, you can have as many strawberries to your heart's delight. Do you understand that God has prepared a strawberry field for you? But what's that fear stopping you from going out into your promised land? What's that stopping you from going out and getting as much as you can have from God? What's out there scaring you thinking that you can't have what's right there in front of your eyes that God is saying, go ahead, reach out and grab it. It's yours. You see, the Bible in Psalms 37 says, delight your ways unto the Lord. He will give you the desires of thine own heart. Trust in him and he will do. See, God has called us to a great and a mighty purpose, to doing his work and doing his kingdom business. And when you're doing his work, guess what? When you're loving somebody, hallelujah, God's blessing you. When you're giving of your resources, guess what? God is blessing Because when you're giving out, guess what? God is pouring much more back into you that no one else can give to you. No one else can pay you. But yet God will give you things that nobody else can take away. I remember times that I was thinking, how was I going to make it? But then I started realizing that neither was I forsaken, neither was God leaving nor forsaken. Never have been begging or wanting for bread. It's not because I'm so good, but by the grace of God that I'm just trusting him to provide for me. Lord, I I don't know where I'm going to go, but Father, I'm willing to trust you. I I shared this with with the leadership when I became as pastor. I shared with them that I'm leaving my job not knowing what I was walking into. But I knew I was walking into God's grace and mercy. I didn't know if I was going to get paid, but I knew God kept good books. So if I was going to get a ham sandwich on Monday, that's going to make it through all the way till Saturday. Because God will provide for us when we just trust him in 
our lives. I, I, I understand my, myself too. I, I'm just going to talk about myself. I don't know anybody else like me. Huh? I said, Lord, I, I want to be married, but God is saying, just wait. So I, I'm still waiting. You see here, I, I could have gone and did it my way a long time ago, but God told me just wait. So I'm still waiting. Now, is there any other witnesses here knowing that God knows what's best in your life, that you tried it your way, but when you just wait on the Lord, you shall renew your strength. You will mount up like wings on evil. You shall run and not go. You shall walk and not faint. See, God knows how to get you from point A to point B. And guess what? He might even land you all the way to Z if you need to be careful. See, God will take you all the way to the end. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. So follow the leader. Let him let you know if it's time to stand still, guess what? Stand still. If it's time to move, then you move. But guess what? Don't move unless he tells you to move. Because when he makes you move, guess what? Every step will be firm. He'd be on strong foundation. Just like Peter. Peter got out that boat and he was not shaken. But he was stepping on the water. You see, when God tells you to come, when God tells you to move, don't ask somebody, is it all right? Should I go? Should I go? Just go ahead and walk on out. And guess what? God will make a provision to your left and to your right. He will lead you all the way to where he wants you to be. But are you willing to trust him? Are you willing to lean on him? Are you willing to say, on Christ? The solid rock, I stand all of the ground, is sinking sand. Are you willing to say that it's in him I will trust? As the song says, my soul has been anchored in the Lord. Are you willing to say I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me? Are you willing to call out on his name when things aren't going your way? You're in the wilderness. You think you've been forsaken, but you can cry out, Father, and my hand I stretch into you. Because you know that if he leaves you, you have no place to go. But I'm glad my word says he will never leave you, nor forsake you. So there's nothing for you to worry about. Just follow the leader. He knows about your problems. The children of Israel came out because God heard their cry. But not even that. God said, I will deliver you. He knows about your marriage. He knows about your children. He knows the illness within your body. He knows the issues in your heart. He knows the problems in your mind. But are you willing to lay them down before him and say, Father, I trust you more than I trust the doctor? I trust the nurse. I trust these books that I'm reading. Father, I trust your holy word. I, I trust how you can deliver the children of Israel. Over two million people, though you provided for them in the wilderness, I know you could take care of little old me. Are you willing to follow him all the way to the end? Because following him, you know that you're in good hands. As in Romans 8, chapter says, you, you know, I am persuaded that nothing can separate me from the love of God. Because we are more than conquerors in him. We are more than conquerors. You already have the victory. You've already accomplished the win. To, because it's in God that we are champions. Because through Christ. We have been redeemed. If there's someone here does not know Christ, Jesus Christ is the answer. Through him, you can enjoy tomorrow. For tomorrow may not be the next calendar day, but tomorrow may be eternity in heaven. 
Our life in him is worth so much more than our life in our own hands. Are you willing to follow the leader? Every head bowed, every eyes closed.